lots of Disney news, so it's a good thing we're recording late. We'll talk transportation, shows, and more, and then discuss the extinct Disney World attractions we miss the most. All of this and much more on episode 47 of the Mickey Fowl Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 47 of the Mickey File Podcast. I am Scott. And Karen. And happy day 492 with no trams. <laughs> they're not going to make it by 500. No, they're not. They're not. Well, I it, Give me your guess. I don't know. Uh I don't know. Seems like everything else has happened on October 1st. I can't imagine I'm waiting that long. There's no way they're going to wait that long. But I'm still I think I think I'm, mid-August. I'm I'm guessing 540. Yeah, I don't know what. We'll I don't know August what date 15, that I don't, I don't know, know what date that gives us, but I'm guessing that. <laughs> That's 50 more days. That's the early early mid-September. Yeah. So, it could be. I mean, that, you know, I yeah, I have no idea when it's going to be. I, it's not going <laughs> to I mean, it'd be really shocking if they were able to pull it off in a week. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to be able to pull it off in a week, but you know. No. We'll see. I'm I'm very surprised they did monorails before that. Yes. Monorail to Epcot before that. Yes. I'm actually, I, I would agree. Yeah. It was very surprising on that. So, um, yeah, we're going to talk about things that have opened and other types of news, things that are coming, and then we're going to talk about things that aren't there anymore at all. I know. There's a t- I have a tear. Yeah, stuff we miss. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do this week. Uh, Karen, why don't you go ahead and start off with the news, please? Yes, well, you already gave my first spoiler. I did. Yes, the Epcot monorail has reopened officially on Sunday, July 18th at 10 a.m. on the dot. Yeah, so it started running an hour before park opening. Correct. Which is good to know because yes. for people that are into the rope up thing, apparently that's the magic number. Yes, or if they have um, dining reservations pre-opening. Yeah, right. So right. So I'm glad that the I'm glad the monorail's open. It gives another mode of transportation back and forth. The um, monorail's a ride. Okay. It's not like a bus. Like, it's different than getting on a bus and going to the park. Okay. You know, people actually, friends of ours, actually go and just ride the monorail. Okay. I don't mind just riding the monorail either. No, it's cool. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's cool. It's a good thing that it is open. Yes. And yeah. it makes it for people who, which is a large number of people that don't have transportation, that don't have their own transportation, car, don't. There's so many people trying to get on buses. It gives a nice option. Yeah. And I mean, it's how you get to Epcot from Bay Lake Tower, Contemporary. Right. Um, Grand Floridian. Yeah. Polynesian. Yes. So, yeah. Good. Yes. I think it's good. The Cavalcade Showtimes are now listed at Magic Kingdom on digital boards and listed on the My Disney Experience. So, I, I it's a good thing, but I thought the whole point was they didn't want the people gathering, but I guess now since... Yeah, so, I guess now they don't really care. Right. So, 
it just says Princess Cavalcade, so I don't know. Maybe the others are just in between there? I don't know. We haven't seen them the last couple times we were at Magic Kingdom, like, at all. So I I don't know what they're still doing. I know right. that they've... They were cutting some, you know, around different around different parks. So right. I'm not really sure what they're still doing at Magic Kingdom. Yes, I guess we'll find out. We'll do we'll do yeah. research for the podcast. Right. Yes. We will. We'll have to go do that research. So the big announcement that came out today, Wednesday the twenty first, is that Happily Ever After and Epcot Forever will both be permanently retired before the 50th. Okay, so Epcot Forever we knew. Right. I but, mean, that was always a temporary show until Harmony Us right. started. Right. Um, so, and that is, looks that like is, the last show is September 28th. Correct. Okay. Which is obviously, so then it's, you know, two days before. So we may have seen that for the last time. We may have. I mean, we can always take a trip over. It's not a big deal. It's not. It's only an hour-ish to get over. Yeah, our park passes are kind of booked. Um. Yeah, but we and well, after our year, we use them in August, and we can still go in September. Okay. And then happily ever happily ever after concludes on the 29th, and that's replaced by Disney Enchantment. So you get one extra day of happily ever after. So. Like, it sucks that Happily Ever After is going away. Because I do like that one. Yeah, I know. But everybody also said the same thing when Wishes went away, and now everybody loves Happily Ever After. You're right. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, I don't think they really have ever done like a, oh, God, this fireworks show sucks. Right. You know? Right. I mean, I suppose there's an argument to be made for Epcot Forever, <laughs> but that was always a temporary show. Yes. It was always, yes, it was 100% always a temporary show. Right. So, but definitely means I want to see it a few more times. Yeah, well, that's going to be a problem. We will make it work. Okay. (laughs) Then the other big announcement that came today is shows are returning around Walt Disney World. Um, The Wonderful World of Animation, which is the nighttime show at Hollywood Studios starts on august 1st yeah that's pretty quick yeah um the monsters incorporated laugh floor at magic kingdom starts on august 8th beauty and the beast live on stage at hollywood studios on the 16th and not the 15th 15th sorry i was so beauty and the beast august 15th august 15th i apologize and turtle talk with crush at epcot on August 21st. So I suppose we should not be surprised that Beauty and the Beast is coming back. Because they just refurbished kind of the, right. the theater. Right. Still a little surprised that it's coming back before Nemo. I'm not even surprised. Yes. I'm just anchored. I guess. <laughs> I really angry. I really like Disappointed. Nemo. I like Nemo a lot better than yeah. Beauty. Beauty and the Beast is getting kind of dated with the costumes and stuff. Yes. I think they could do the same show and just update the costumes and maybe they have. I mean, maybe they have. I don't yeah. Yeah. So but I'm glad that shows are coming back. Like I've never seen the Turtle Talk with Crush. I'd like to see that. Yeah, we've tried to go to it and then it's been closed for a year and a half. Right. So, 
But I'm just glad stuff's coming back. Yeah. I mean, the nighttime at Hollywood Studios, that's good because now it gives people reason to stay around other than right. waiting for the boarding group. Right. <laughs> and the ones at Hollywood Studios have always been very cool. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. So then we also had two babies born um, at Animal Kingdom. There yeah. was a Nile hippopotamus calf born on July 12th um, and a gorilla baby born on July 13th. Yeah, very cool. So They're both appar- really cute. They are really cute. And apparently the um, hippo calf was kind of a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I guess, you know, maybe it was a little early. Cause they, I mean... I thought that they took pregnant animals when they started getting close, you know, into a backstage area. Right. So that they weren't birthed right in front of everybody. But But hippos are like literally the deadliest animals in Africa. Right. And so they probably don't really want to screw with them anymore than they have to. Right. Now, I mean, they had the giraffe born, but I think it's, I think that just happened, you know, a few, a couple months ago. Right. But the grill, but both those babies are very cute. Mm-hmm. So the behind the attraction, the first five episodes are coming to Disney Plus today, the twenty first. Yeah, and, and you're not going to be able to stay awake to watch any of them. <laughs> um. So we had a rain delay at work today, so I watched the Jungle Cruise one <gasps> without me. Oh, I'm very upset about that. So here's my spoiler-free review of watching one episode and maybe 10 minutes of the next one. Okay. The Mansion one. It is not the Imagineering story. Okay. It is... I'm one episode and about 10 minutes in, so I'm still going to watch them. It's really more, it struck me as something that I would see on the resort TV. Oh, okay. A lot of camera cut from this to this to this. A lot of very superficial oh. facts and so not the peppy way it was... music and an overly peppy host. Okay, so really not the way it was It was Not the perceived. Imagineering story okay. where it was in-depth looking at what they were doing. It may grow on me. I, you know, I was also standing around with a lot of people and in the rain, trying to pay attention to it. So that's an initial impression. But yeah, I was not. I I turned off the haunted mansion because I just didn't care <laughs> at that point. Like, and I mean, like I said, I had other things going on, but it, right, it didn't draw me in like the imaginary story did. Okay. So for what that's worth. Okay, well, then maybe. I mean, I guess that's spoiler free. If it's not, I'll take it out. (laughs) Okay. All right. It didn't go as in-depth as I thought it would. Okay. That was the impression I was going to, I I thought after the Imagineer, I thought this was a continuation of the Imagineering story, basically. That's that's what I thought as well. And it was going to be, instead of doing an episode about the 19th, about 1955 in Disneyland or Disneyland opening that this was going to be, we're going to take one specific part of 1955 and go behind the scenes. And it, it's not, it was a little more superficial and yeah, 
no, that, and that makes sense. But I mean, even the title of it, Behind the Attraction, you would think it's... Yeah. It, it just, it really struck me as something that should be on one of the Disney Resort channels. Okay. More than what I was expecting. But yeah. that may be because of my expectations, too. So. Okay. Don't not watch it because of me. Okay. Watch it and then send me a message on Facebook that you agreed with me. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of Jungle Cruise, um, it is premiering at Disneyland on July 24th. Right. The official premiere is July 30th in theaters and on premiere access of Disney+. Plus. There is a D23 free screening at Disney Springs on July 25th, which I'm going to. Yeah, cool. And at... El Capitan in Hollywood on July 29th, which is very cool that it's being released here first for D23. Because usually yes, everything it is for D23, yes. although it's premiering at Disneyland. Yes. Before that. Right. But usually D23 is everything's first out there. Yeah. So I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Um, Loki has been renewed for a second season. On Disney Plus, I think that's good. Yes, because I think I think six episodes was too short, as it turned out, for that series. Yes, I would agree, and I really like him. <laughs> um, fi- Firework cruises have returned to Walt Disney World. Awesome! Yes, um, they're doing it. Th- I thought this was a little unusual. They're doing it for both. Epcot Forever and Happily Ever After. You know, I always just assumed they were in uh, Seven Seas Lagoon for Magic Kingdom. Yes. I don't know. I never. I never realized. I know they had the dessert parties at Epcot. I think that's new at Epcot. That must be. Because I know they had the parties, but I never knew that they had the cruises. Yeah. So it's up to 10 guests. Prices start at three ninety nine. It has synchronized music aboard. Um, it includes snacks and soft drinks in that price. And you can actually request that they have banners and balloons. So like if it's a celebration. Complimentary. Complimentary, yes. Complimentary. Complimentary <laughs> banners and balloons. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to do it, get the banners and balloons. Because yeah. you don't get free stuff from Disney. Yes, so. that is correct. So. Yeah. I've been wanting to do one of those eventually at least for half that uh, i wanted to do it for magic kingdom because i thought it would be a very cool way to watch fireworks yeah it's a, i've heard of i've heard podcasts of people who have done it and mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome yeah so i just thought that was very cool that they're back yeah means things are getting back to normal yay yeah or maybe beyond normal i know epcot's getting them and i don't remember them having them <laughs> it's just i don't know i mean it's not a huge Man, that's a lot of stuff in the water right now. Yeah. And going forward when Harmonious starts. Yes. Um, that's a lot of stuff in the water. I know. So, I don't know. Um, they've added new signage on the backstage roads surrounding Magic Kingdom stating um, photography and video recording and live streaming is not permitted. Yeah, I don't know. That seems like such a way bigger deal than 
It really is. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's backstage areas. Right. I know you shouldn't be recording backstage anyway. So right. I guess they've been having issues, which is why they've had to put it up. They are. I was looking for information for our topic mm-hmm. for this episode. And there's a guy who is like, he had like 2.7 million views on this YouTube video. Right. He was all over in back areas where he's not supposed to be. I can't believe. Really? Yeah. I can't believe he's still allowed at Disney. Yeah. That's so pretty shocking. The urban explorer thing, you know, where you. You kind of sneak your way in type thing? I mean, I guess so. <laughs> you wow. Know. Maybe okay. not. Maybe he was sponsored by Disney, but, you know. Yeah. He was, I mean, like. Like filming a monorail car that looks like it's from like 1971. That's just in a, in the forest, <laughs> on property somewhere. Okay. You know, so unless <laughs> it was all staged, yeah, like I don't know, but yeah, I get why they don't want people like filming that stuff and throwing it on the internet. Right. Oh, well, I get that too. Mm-hmm. So, okay. And also the roads that they're talking about specifically, like mm-hmm. Floridian Way or whatever it's called, right. It goes from like Space Mountain around to Grand Floridian. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're technically public roads. Like your GPS will tell you if you're trying to get from contemporary to, you know, depending on traffic, it has taken us out that way. Yes. So you don't need people like stopping so they can live stream whatever in, in front of, you know, costuming or whatever's right there. Right. And I mean, when you take the back, when you take this, those tours, like, you know, the, what is it? Uh, Keys of the Kingdom. Keys of the Kingdom. They, there were areas we were not allowed to film. Right. Or take pictures or any of that. Right. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with it. Yeah. So. Um, they. That's why I think it's a, people are making a bigger deal than right. what it is. And then I saw some people. Yeah. On Facebook. With the whole, you know, well, those will be in the parks next. They're not ever going to be in the parks. No, that's never going to happen. I mean. I mean, they're talking backstage. Backstage is. They want to protect the magic as best they can. Right. Which is why they don't want you taking flash photography and rides where things are held up by strings and. Right. All that. Right. You know. And, and that's how it should be. You're protecting the magic. Without saying where it was. Mm-hmm. But. I cannot go into Rise of the Resistance now without looking for fingerprints because of that one time. Right. You know, so, yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> so, all right. At the new Swan Reserve Hotel that they're that's going to open the beginning of September, they're going to have a rooftop wedding venue, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, that would be very beautiful views from that. Yeah, and truthfully, I mean, I don't I don't expect them to be noticeably cheaper than Disney is. Right. For, you know, that type of venue. Mm-hmm. But at least it's more capacity. Right. You know. Yeah. I just think it's look really cool. They had pictures, you know, kind of um settings of it and it looked really nice. Yeah. So Shades of Green and Swan and Dolphin have been added to early park entry. As well as Swan and Dolphin, resort guests are being included in the extended evening hours. Swan and Dolphin makes sense. Yes. Um, I mean, as far as being a deluxe, it certainly qualifies for that. 
Shades of Green, just for PR purposes, I'd like to see him get the extended evening hours. Well, yeah. I mean, it's for... But, I mean, I also get that it's, you know, it's not as deluxe. Right, but the only people it's that resort guests that stay there, they should be honored that. I think they should be yeah, given that. I mean, but like I said, that's a PR thing, not a yeah. policy issue even. Right. Epcot International Food and Wine Festival started on July 15th. The huge full menu list is online. I'm not going to go through any of it. There's just so much there. Yeah. But it's it's open. It's going. So people have been posting lots of pictures and stuff. It looks pretty good. So some of the stuff I've seen looks interesting. I'd like to try some. Yeah. I saw some mediocre reviews on one website, but mm-hmm. it's a website that like does a lot of mediocre reviews typically doesn't like any of the food at the festivals or much of the food at the festivals so i take it for what that's worth right and And that's um, why i didn't really look at that either yeah like i started reading and i'm like really you know is it really and then i'm like oh like every festival these guys are like oh this is average this is mediocre this is okay this wasn't very good i guess just their stink yeah 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 so, but some of the stuff did look very interesting. You know, it was mm-hmm. kind of a little unique. I like the presentation that, that at least showed on it. So not just from the <laughs> Disney site, but people actually posting their pictures of it. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and the fact that then the plate was empty, <laughs> it was really funny. Right. <laughs> right. Disney is relocating 2,000 jobs from California to Lake Nona. It's going to consist of Walt Disney Imagineers and the ones that are associated professionals with Disney Parks experiences and the products division who are not fully dedicated to Disneyland. Yeah. And Lake Dona cool. is a really nice area. Yeah. Is it? I mean, yeah, I, really I only nice. know because of all of the, the golf golfers. Course. Yeah. The golfers all but, live there. Yeah. Which is amazing. But yeah. no, it's really cool. You know, we went over there a couple of times because we were talking to them about terrifying maintenance right. issues in common areas not even the golf course mm. and um what <laughs> one of what they wanted is they've got this high-rise apartment building that uh has a courtyard inside like it's open in the middle oh okay gotcha you know? gotcha it's like a square with the middle pulled out right and um they wanted us to do it in there and we we're like yeah great idea can't um, get the equipment can't in there get through these hallways <laughs> but that's a shame. Like, I mean, Adam and I were looking at it going, these would be such cool pictures to put on Facebook of us <laughs> driving through these apartment buildings, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So. That's, so. so. Well, that's okay. But yeah. I think it's very cool that they're it relocating. It is a really cool place. It is what, it is very much like Celebration, but mm-hmm. probably nicer than okay. Celebration is. I was wondering um, about that. And as they keep building Lake Nona, it's kind of going to become what Celebration was supposed to be. Gotcha. So it's very cool. And it's the perfect place both for the commercial business side of establishing offices there. Right. As well as being close enough to Disney, like, I don't know, 15 minutes, maybe. 20, okay. Because of the traffic. On, right. You know, close enough. To the parks without mm-hmm. being at the park. Right. So, you know, and close enough for all of the people to, there's plenty of housing for everybody to live at Lake Nona or will be. Right. 
Yeah. I think it's very cool. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, what, 2,000 jobs? I mean, that's probably not 1,000. Yeah. Well, I guess it's 2,000 houses. Right. Housing units. Housing units. Right. So. So that's cool. Yeah. So the health, a health pass is going to be required by adult guests at Disneyland Paris starting on July 21st. Yeah. Um, it requires them to show a negative COVID test in the past 48 hours or proof of a COVID vaccination. So the only reason I care about this at all because it's France is, so let's say I'm going to go there for like five days. Okay. So I show up my first day and I've had a negative test within 48 hours. Right. Do I have to do it again while I'm there? Can't answer that. Yeah. So other than that, I don't, I mean, it's France. I don't really care. Yeah. As long as they don't do it here, I'm fine with that. Okay. All right. Uh, Disney Cruise Line. Um, the test sailing out of Port Canaveral was rescheduled for this past weekend. I haven't seen any update or anything of whether or not it actually occurred. That was Here, the one with the cast the members. Yes. It was like a two-day cruise, right? Right. And like basically the day it got back, they announced that they are doing holiday very merry time cruises in DCL this fall. That would be accurate. So yeah. so obviously it was successful. If everybody on the cruise had like failed, right. they weren't going to announce that that day. You're correct, my friend. So there's the update. <laughs> there's the update. <laughs> so, and then you gave away the other one that they're offering the <laughs> very merry time Christmas cruises. Yeah. <laughs> that was called a segue. Oh, it was. I'm right. sorry. Thank you. Or a transition. Oh, okay. Thank you, Mr. Official. Uh, the new Coco scene in Mickey's Philhar Magic debuted at Disneyland Resort and Disneyland Paris. Yeah, so I've seen stills. It's pretty cute. Yeah. I haven't seen the video part of it added in. Go ahead. You know, okay, so I've seen the show like a thousand times. Right. I don't know, a hundred times, probably realistically. Realistically. Um, and it didn't really hit me until like <laughs> this week with, you know, all the news about the scene being added in. Yeah. Mickey's in the thing for like five seconds. I know. Why is it Mickey's Bill <laughs> Magic? Because he's the conductor. Okay. But he's literally in it for like five seconds. <laughs> like, why is it not Donald's Philhar Magic? I, I, because Mickey is a conductor. Yeah. And it never hit me. Like. It was always, you know, Mickey was the guy in charge and it's Mickey's hat and all that. But yeah, he's like not even in it. <laughs> You're so funny. Just, no, I've known that. I just, just, you know. Well, I mean, I knew it. But it, but realization. it didn't like really strike me that like he's got nothing to do with this thing like at all. Okay. But I would like to see the new part. Before, I think I like to see it before it actually comes here. I don't know why. I, I just would like to. I mean, all right. So I've never seen the movie. So the song doesn't really have any, like, any kind of impact on me at all. I know, but we're going to, that means we need to see the movie. It, that I agree with. Yes. But yeah, the song that they did, um, which I guess is uh, Un Poco Loco. Un is that Poco Loco. What it is? Yes. Um, and honestly, because of that, um, 
And because it's in, in Spanish and if it comes on like in a random playlist, then I have to actually pay attention to it to get the words. Like I usually just fast forward past it. <laughs> like I don't. I listen to it because they have different versions of it. Okay. So it's cute and it's usually not very long. So, you know. Right. Um, Disney's After Hours Boo Bash for October is completely sold out. All of October. Yeah, it's not surprising. Yes. There's going to be a million people here in October. Yeah, I know. I mean, so, and you haven't had a party in... A year and a half. You know, I'm trying to think. I mean, I guess they probably had maybe a couple of villains after hours. We, they had them but just before closure because you, we went to one on March 7th. Okay. So there were a few of those. Other mm-hmm. than that, you haven't had a party right. since 2019 at Disney. Correct. So, um, yeah, it, the fact that October is sold out is not a surprise. Right. I would fully expect that most of September gets sold out before. Before the 50th. Before we get there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, we've got our. It's going to be tough to sell out September after the fiftieth. I said before. Oh. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> so it will be if if September sells out, it will be before the fiftieth. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Yeah. So anyways. Um, Trader Sam's Grog Grotto reopened, um, at Disney's Polly. That would have been on, I guess it was Monday. It reopened. Yes. Yeah, the 18th sounds right. Yes. 18th Actually, was, that was Sunday, Sunday, so I believe it was Monday. Oh, the 18th was Epcot. Right. Monorail. Right. Um, the hours of the grotto are 3 p.m. to 12 a.m. However, they did a virtual queue Kind of like what they do for Gideon's, but you actually have to show up in person, give them your name and phone number to get in the queue. Well, you have to do that at Gideon's, right? Right. So, all right. I, like, I kind of get Gideon's because we didn't really have a problem spending five hours at Disney Springs. Right. Um, And maybe this won't be five hours, especially right Well. I just like, like, I don't want to have to go down to the bar at three o'clock and then stay at the resort for the next four or five hours until I get called in. Now, it's probably not going to happen if you're there right at opening, but I don't know. I'd rather it be like Oga's and you have to have a reservation. That's what I was thinking and that you have a time limit. Now, it didn't say anything as far as time limitation or anything like that. You would think that they would do that just like they do at Oga's. Yeah, and there are other options, you know, go to Tamba Lounge once you've had your kickstart at Trader Sam's. But Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to see how it actually plays out. Yeah, I'm interested to see some, get, see some feedback or whatever on, you know, real people. Yeah. So, um, new touchless beverage mis- machines are now being used at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. So what it is, is you don't push the button for the soda or for the ice. You put your finger and it 
like breaks an infrared line and then it starts dispensing. Yeah, people are still going to touch it. It's got a pretty big gap. I mean, it's got, it looked like it's like an inch and a half gap. Kids are going to touch it. You ever try to wash your hands in one of the sinks at Disney with the sensors? Yeah. They don't work. Like yeah. half the time, you can't find the, the magic spot well, where you actually get right, water. But this is actually like a beam. And when it breaks the beam, yeah. then it dispenses. I also saw it, the graphic on there. Yeah. Really kind of looks like touch here. <laughs> like it's literally a finger on the, like, so if mm-hmm. English is not your first language. Oh, true. Um. People are going to touch it. Okay. And it's fine. So it's like just a regular fountain machine like yeah. they have everywhere. So, you know, you've got Coke, Diet yeah. Coke, Orange it's not like the dis- It's not like the freestyle machines. Yeah, it's not a freestyle machine. Right. So, and it's fine. Whatever. Walk up there. Yeah. I, I think now having seen what they are, um, like half the golf courses I go to, the ice and water dispensers are touchless. Right. And... It's got like a sensor on the back wall so was, of the machine, so when you put and them, when you put your cup in, it shortens the beam or whatever, the reflection of the beam. Or, right. And it dispenses ice or water. I mean, that's, to me, that would be a better version of the touchless. Right. But I, th- I think they're trying different things. They are. So. Yeah. And they announced that the Hall of Presidents is reopening sometime in August. Yeah. Cool. I want to just go see the seal again. It eats people. and I mean, I generally, I like the show. Yeah. You know, the show's entertaining. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. Um, there is some DVC news, but I'll let you do that one. Uh, yeah, there's a few things. Mm-hmm. So, um, Poly, Polynesian Resort is offering rentable seating areas at the lava pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can reserve from 10 p.m. or 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. for $75. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't have any clue what it costs to like rent a similar area at. Um, it sounds like what Amanda Bond rented at Blizzard Beach. Blizzard Beach, right? I have no idea how $75 compares, but you know, I mean, I guess if you're doing a pool day, it's nice to know you have a place, right? You have, a, you have a dedicated and, spot, you have an umbrella, you have your chairs, and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. I mean, you know, the the little, I don't know, tenty things that they have on some of the beaches are pretty cool. This is, I guess, just like some chairs and a table and an umbrella, but... Right. Like the cabana things you're talking about? Yeah. Or like the little, like, you know, I don't know, they're like four sun, feet tall or Yeah, whatever. the sun things. Yeah. yeah. They're pretty cool. But. Yeah. I mean, it's good, you know. Yeah. I guess if I was going to spend a day at the pool, which was not ever going to happen. Right. Um, I'd pay 75 bucks for the two of us for that. Right. And to, and make sure we have a nice dedicated spot. And it's nine hours. Yeah. You know. So if but you yeah, break it down, it's not horrible. But it's something we would never do. So, yeah. No, I'm not going to go spend nine hours at a pool <laughs> when I can do it for free, you know, here. Yeah. But... Yeah. Uh, there are two new YouTube series out for DVC members. Uh, one is taking, currently, the new one, uh, taking a closer look at Old Key West with a segment called Details We Dig. And it refers to tales about the fictional town of Conk Flats. 
the so they're basically it looks like gonna deep dive into dvc resorts that's very cool yes um, they're taking our idea babe i know uh, the second is the second one is a segment called Disney Drop-In, which will examine an interesting place with an equally interesting Disney person. So that sounds very cool. Yes, it does. Uh, the first episode is Disney legend Floyd Normal leading a tour of Walt Disney's Los Angeles home. That's very so cool. That's, I want to see that. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. Future episodes will be made available to DVC members for... Uh, a month at a time via links on the member website uh, or by email, um, the email newsletter. I think that's very cool it that they're giving cool. some nice little perks to DVC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little something yeah. you know, for it. Um, a couple of other things mm-hmm. that are happening. Uh, Disney finally settled their property tax dispute with Orange County oh. that has been going on for like since twenty. 20- 15 originally and 2018 it got involved in the courts and they finally settled it um it's specifically the settlement according to the orlando sentinel specifically mentions the theme parks and the water parks it doesn't mention any resorts by name so it's not clear whether this is going to have any kind of impact or benefit on dvc owners okay but basically they were being overcharged for property taxes. The guy, the previous property appraiser was, I guess, fairly aggressive, we'll say, in his his evaluations, especially in the theme parks. Oh. Um, Basically just kind of filled. Yeah, just high. Yeah. You know. And uh, this is interesting because Copper Creek had its first right of first refusal exercised uh in june there were four contracts that were tried to people were trying to buy for 140 dollars a point i'm not sure the size of the contracts and it doesn't really matter right but uh and disney exercised them and that's news because disney historically has not bought back resorts that they were currently selling which they are currently selling copper creek still right uh, but i guess this got 140 points seems really low for a. It seems really for low Copper for Copper Creek when you've still got like 48 years or something left on the contract too. Yeah, it's not a short contract. Right. Um. You know, it's basically the longest behind Riviera. Mm-hmm. So, um. Yeah, I guess they uh they found the floor of where they're willing to let it go. Yeah. So, but I was surprised that Copper Creek was 140 when you see what some of the other resorts are. Yes. And it's, you know, I don't know if it's considered, but it seems like it should be considered a Magic Kingdom resort. I would think so. You know. Because it has a boat to it. So. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So if you're thinking about buying Copper Creek resale, um, 140 apparently is not going to do it. Right. And that's all the news that I have. Okay. So. There was some exciting news. Yeah. That like just happened. So that was cool. Yeah. There was one other thing, but I think it's kind of pointless. So. Okay. I mean, I guess I'll mention it. It's something you can keep an eye out. Last week, the mayor, and this is why I think it's kind of pointless because it was last week, but the mayor of Orlando Mm -hmm. 
or actually Orange County because they have their own county mayor, recommended that all businesses change to requiring face coverings inside. Okay. But it's, first of all, it's kind of pointless because the governor has already said that local municipalities, local governments can't do that. Right. And Disney hasn't seemed to have any kind of reply and certainly didn't decide to comply with that request. Right. You know, it happened like 12th or 13th that this came out and they haven't changed anything. So, right. Yeah, I think it doesn't really matter. But anyway, I mean, you know, maybe potentially it could work. It could affect something later, but I don't think it is. Right. So, anyway, that's uh, DVC News. That's the news. Yeah, that's all the news. Yep. So, we, here, full disclosure, we actually had recorded the other night with Amber Springer. Yes. And it was a, it was really good. I was like. We had a great, it was a great yeah, interview. It was, it was great. And the sound quality, and it wasn't hers, it was our sound quality, um, just sucked. And so, it's not even usable. So we'll do it again. Yeah, we're later gonna on. yeah re-record sometime next week probably. Yeah, so we'll have that coming up later on, and yep. we'll try to recreate the magic. Oh, we will. So, well, more things will have happened, so it'll be good. Yes. Yeah. So sorry, Amber, we suck, but that's all right. Um, I already talked to her about it. We're good. Yeah, <laughs> we'll fix it. Yep. So we decided that we'll talk about things that aren't there anymore. Mostly because I was wearing a hat the other day for one of them, so it made me think about it. So, <laughs> Got nostalgic? Yeah. So, you know, rides and attractions and shows or other similar things, mm-hmm. attractions, yes, that are no longer at Walt Disney World for various reasons. Okay. Most of them have been replaced with something else. Else. <laughs> Not in all cases. Better. Better. <laughs> But replaced with something else. Yes. So, yeah. Like, okay. I mean, we'll just, let's just skip to the second one on my list, which is really not in any kind of order anyway. Yes. But 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea was one of my favorite rides growing up as a kid. I never wrote it. Yeah, I loved it, you know. And, so, and so I what, know what was you it? stood in line. You could see that the things never went underwater. What things never went underwater? The, the submarines. Oh, okay. So what, it was fake water that went in between them? No, it was a boat, but you sat below the water line. Okay. And through Disney magic and pixie dust. Yeah. Was the illusion of you were diving, you were rising, you know, air bubbles that shot up in front of the window so it looked like you were going up or down. And, oh. You know, but you stood in line, you saw them. They never went underwater. The tops of them were sticking out the whole time. I mean, but it was know. on a track in the little lagoon yeah. thing, right? Okay. Yeah, and it had you know different scenes from the movie and not from the movie, but from okay. the movie. Okay. So it was, but it was a really cool ride, as especially as a kid. Mm-hmm. It closed in I think ninety four. Okay. And eventually was replaced by some different stuff. Pooh's playful spot. For a while. Okay. Um, eventually, Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Ah. So, you know, Seven Dwarves Mine Train is 
not worth the wait to me, but it's a really cool ride. And if I don't have to wait an hour and a half for it, I'll ride it. Yes. So it's definitely an improvement as far as rides go. Okay. But yeah, I mean, not all of them are. But yeah. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea was really cool. Yeah. I, like I said, they've I taken didn't ride some it. of the old ride vehicles and like put them um, down at Castaway K, or at least one of them. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. So, so when we go on our anniversary cruise, we'll get to see it. Yeah, I think. I think it may be underwater. Yeah? Because I never went on 20,000 just because um, I was claustrophobic at the time. Yeah, two of the subs were taken to Castaway Key Castaway and placed in the snorkeling lagoon. Oh, okay. So we may or may not see them. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So actually, this is kind of funny. <laughs> I guess we won't see them. <laughs> Looking at this, uh, over the years, one of the subs lost its wheelhouse and dorsal fin to hurricanes, and the other sub disappeared without explanation. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so, so we won't get to uh, see them. probably won't see them. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> I, probably also due to a hurricane. I don't think, like, somebody came and stole it. Oh, no, I, 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 I figured yeah. that. Right. So. So, okay, so there's my first one. Okay, your first one. My first one, it's not a ride, but it is an attraction I considered, is the Sorcerer's Hat at MGM. Yeah. You know, I actually heard the guy that used to be vice president of Hollywood Studios that he was on Chad Pennycuff's show. And I guess taking that hat down was one of the things he regretted about his time at Hollywood Studios. I think we... I remember hearing that. Yeah. And he regretted that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was such an iconic. It wasn't the weenie, but it kind of was. Right. Um, You know, at least it was, I guess it was the weenie. And it was at least the weenie. It was defined as the weenie. Now mm-hmm. nobody seems to really know if it's Tower of Terror or the Chinese theater. Right. You know, so. Because on displays, like we have a display here prior to 2000. Mm-hmm. It was that it was the sorcerer's hat. Yeah. So, and, and I love that it had store in it. It had. It, it was just really neat. I mean, that sorcerer's hat is a huge part of Disney history. Yes. Going back to Fantasia. Right. So, you know, I mean, it's obviously represented in the parks, but not like that. Not like that. That was you walk in, you're like, wow, look at that. Right. And it lit up at night, and it was just so cool and then like one of the anniversaries didn't they put like a hundred they put something off the wand yeah they did something yeah so and it was i I miss it it's just it was so no matter where you what angle you stood at you looked at it it was just it you know makes your heart full kind of like seeing the castle yeah exactly you know so i miss that a lot Mm -hmm. i do too it was a cool photo op, too. Yeah, it was very cool. And there was, there was shade under there. Yeah. <laughs> and no rain. And no rain, exactly. So, so another one of mine, um, which people probably know because I talk about it all the time on Facebook. Yes. But Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, like, mm-hmm. really angers me that that ride is gone. Yes. I get Winnie the Pooh needed his But you didn't need to get rid of Mr. Toad. All, but, man, Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, and, and it's not just even the ride. 
Although, you know, when I was like four, that was the first car I got to drive. <laughs> but like, I mean, you know, every year for Halloween, we've got the projections going outside on the house and all that. And yep. I have uh, Ichabod and Mr. Toad, the movie, mm-hmm. is always playing because yes. it's awesome. And all the kids come up and are just enthralled with this movie that's got Bing Cosby in it from Bing Crosby in it from, I don't know, the 40s or 50s, whatever right. it is. You know, it holds up. It, it does. It's a, it's fantastic. It, yeah. And during um, the Halloween parties, they play it in PhilharMagic. They did, yeah. So, along with a couple other things. Right. But we always stopped when that was on when we yeah. were walking through there. Exactly. So, yeah. and it was it was a great ride and it had two different tracks. Mm-hmm. That were know, different. That were different, right. You went into one, you went into a jail, the other you went into a bar. What other Disney ride do you go to hell? True. Just that one. True. So, but yeah, I'm I'm very sad it's gone too. And mm-hmm. now we have Pooh on his psychedelic trips. Yeah, part of that ride is really weird. It's just why. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not. The, I, and again, I don't dislike the ride. No, I like. It's got other, a little weird section in there with yeah. the heffalumps and. Yeah, Noodles that's the part I'm called, like, but... I don't get it. Yeah. So, I, yeah. But anyway, Mr. Toads, miss that. Yep. I'm going to have to go to California now just because of mm-hmm. that. Yep. And by the way, California is a way, 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 way smaller park and they haven't taken that ride out. I know. So, so yeah, yeah, just saying. I know. Um, my next choice is the Skyway. Yeah, that I never went on. Oh, I loved that. I loved that. Honestly, my dad was not going to wait in line to get there when we could just walk from Fantasyland to Tomorrowland or vice versa. It wasn't even the point of the walking. It was being able to see I, from up there. You know, it may not be true that I never went on it. You just don't recall. But yeah, I mean, yeah. we didn't do it very often. Right. So, but I, I really enjoyed that. That was the views up there. You always had a breeze. It was just a really neat way to look at the park. So I've got another one. Okay. Have a bite. <laughs> Snow White's Scary Adventures was way more horrifying than the Haunted Mansion ever thought about being. Yes. As a kid. Yes. With some of the coolest, just pure visual effects. Yep. The queen standing in front of the giant mirror and turned around and it was the old hag. That was fantastic. Super duper simple. Super cool. Yes. And terrifying. And terrifying. <laughs> you know. But that's what that's what I loved about. That old hag just keep popping up. Yeah. And super cool ride. Mm-hmm. I mean, way more terrifying, but fun terrifying. Yes. Like, you know. And they've even had to calm it down mm-hmm. now, but it was so cool back it in the day. It was very cool. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, me too. Yes. And and the way the colors in there were so cool. Mm-hmm. They're so vibrant. And I know they did it with partially with the black lights and everything, but it was just the way the colors popped out at you. You're, that apple looked so real. The thing I like the most about it, Peter Pan does this some. Mm-hmm. So like, Let's go back to Winnie the Pooh. 
Right. Like it has scenes from the book, movies, mm-hmm. whatever. But Peter Pan, to some extent, does it. Snow White did really well of this is the story of Snow White. We're just going to keep throwing the scary witch in. Right. But it told the story of Snow White in, I don't know, what, two minutes. Right. You know, three, whatever the ride length was. Really, really well. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame that ride's gone, yeah. too. Yep. So, anyway, yeah, Snow White. And I'm yes. sorry, I said Snow White's Scary Adventures. It was Snow White's Adventures. Yes, I think the scary, here. yeah. Scary the- is what it became at Disneyland. Right. Later. Yes. So. All right. What else you got? What else I got? I've got Great Movie Ride. The Great Movie Ride. Look, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad is absolutely fantastic. Yes. And I love it. But. Um, but it is a, a crime that the Great Movie Ride is gone. Yeah, because it was, it was absolutely amazing. Yeah. It was an experience. Yes. It was nostalgic entertaining yeah and then had two different track had two different you know two different ones two different scenes right and it was just it was iconic yeah it was you know and you always knew with the different um tour guide you get different types of interactions even though they always had the same script they still acted differently which was really cool Mm -hmm. right um and then just going underneath the marquee and you're going in. It was the a ride. different ride every time you did it, even yes. though it was scripted. Yes. You know, because people are different. Right. And the way you went into it, you know, it was just, it was so cool. Yeah. I love the Wizard of Oz area. That was just, that was always my favorite. Yeah, that was fantastic. My yes. I mean, just so well done. And oh, the I witch know. really looked like the witch. It really, you know? yes. Very much so. So. Definitely the highlight of the ride. Oh, yeah. You know, and love seeing Gene Kelly on the post, singing in the rain. It was just so mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And, you know, Disney had its representation. Right. But it wasn't a Disney ride. It was a movie ride. Right. You know. I mean, other than, I guess you could make an argument for Tarzan, but other than Mary Poppins, there wasn't a lot of Disney in there. Right. I mean, I guess probably now that they keep buying Fox Every, and everything else. They There's probably, probably more. Right. But. But yeah, yeah it's very, it, it was just amazing. It was so cool. Yeah, for and sure. And then all the scenes at the end with, you know, you're sitting there and seeing all the scenes from hundreds of movies. You know, that was just, ugh, I miss it. Um, This one I know is kind of controversial. Okay. And not a lot needs to actually even be said about the ride. But. Okay. Frozen needs a ride at Disney. Yes. Maelstrom was so awesome. Yes. And much more Norway than Frozen is. Yes. Yeah. You know, Frozen, she is an unnamed, unknown Scandinavian origin. Yes. You know, not necessarily Norway. Um, yeah. Maelstrom, just, yeah. My favorite part is when we went backwards and you 
opened yeah, the, the doors. Yeah, the back of the boat came out. Yeah, that was the coolest part. Yeah. So, yeah, Maelstrom. Yep. That's just sad. Yep. You know. And I was there not the day it opened, but the week it opened. Maelstrom? Yeah. It was very, very cool. Yes. All right. Um, Ellen's Energy Adventure. Yeah. It was kind of cool. It was. You know, Bill Nye the Science Guy was, you know, her buddy. Her neighbor and buddy. Yeah. And then the whole Jeopardy thing. And I completely forgot that Jamie Lee Curtis was in it. Yeah. <laughs> I know I wrote it. Mm-hmm. I honestly, other than, like, I have a memory of the animatronic. I don't really remember. Like, I watched a YouTube video of the ride today. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember any of that. I remember Universe of Energy. Yes. I still remember the song from Universe of Energy. Right. Like, at least, you know, the big parts of it. Way more than I do the Ellen ride, to be right. honest with you. But it was it was very cool how they showed but you But there things. are a lot of people who are, like, desperately in love with Ellen's energy adventure. Yes. It was um, actually pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it was a cool ride. It, it's obviously, you know, making way for Guardians. Yeah. And I don't know that Guardians... T- technically fits in Epcot. I kind of liked Epcot when it wasn't all IP and it's right. becoming a lot of IP. Right. Um, but Guardians needs a ride, especially being like the only Marvel they can actually use. Right. And they, and they have it out in Disneyland. Right. Well, but it's totally different. No, I it's know. It's Tower of Terror. I mean, it's not. Right. But yeah. it's still a Guardians ride. Right. So... So this next one I've got, like, it was super cool because it was awful. And I watched it again today. It was awful. It was a combination of so much stuff. Captain EO. <laughs> now, I never saw it, ever. All right, so we were talking about a movie directed by Francis Ford Coppola, one of the greatest directors that ever lived. Right. Screenplay by Francis Ford Coppola and George Lucas and another guy. Okay. But I'm going to guess, be... I'm gonna guess it's a guy that everybody, like, has made a lot of great movies. Right. Just don't know his name. Which, because just those people, it should be fantastic. Because he also produced it. Right. It's got Michael Jackson. Okay. So Michael Jackson, futuristic space captain, wearing exactly the same outfit he wore in every one of his videos in the mid eighties. <laughs> like, like exactly the same, except it was all white instead oh, of red and black. Instead of red and black. Like, okay. Yeah, but exactly the same. Exactly the same outfit from Bad, just <laughs> in white. It's got this weird two-headed hairy chicken. This little thing that rides around on Captain EO's shoulder that looks like a combination of a porg with a cat's face. (laughs) The obligatory George Lucas, the elephant alien from the cantina scene in Star Wars. And a couple of robots. Okay. And you go through a um, not epic space battle. (laughs) 
really he's just running away while they shoot at him. And then he lands on the crashes on the alien planet and gets captured and they take him to the evil queen and he gives her his gift, which is she can see and hear. And so as soon as the music starts playing, his power of music changes all the queen's minions basically into the backup dancers from the bad video. (laughs) And he does his song. And at the end, the ugly, evil spider queen with no legs and hooked up to all these wires becomes Angelica Houston. Like, (laughs) it's so bizarre. Also very, very 80s. Like, seriously, if you never got the opportunity, the privilege of seeing Captain EO. Never did. It's all over YouTube. Go find it. It's like 17 minutes. Oh, wow. That's a uh, super long. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's a part of it. They literally are flying. It's when they're chasing his spaceship. It's literally the same scene that's in Star Wars and Star Tours. Oh, same scene from flying through the ship. And, you know, like, I mean, which makes sense. It was yeah. George Lucas and all that. But right. it, it was fantastically horrible. <laughs> and, you know, I remember like being just shocked that it lasted at Disney as long as it did. How long but, was it there? Uh, like years. Like, wow. Okay. And then came back. Obviously, it came back when he passed away. Right. Um, for you know, for a couple years or something. Then, but it had it. It developed that cult following. I mean, it was like you know, I don't know, like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes or some <laughs> you know, just one of those horrible like old sci-fi movies that all of a sudden everybody loved. And um, yeah, it was just fantastically bad. But like now, you're like, man, I want to see it. You well, know? now apparently I'm going to have to watch it. Oh, you have to watch it, and we'll watch it on the big TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah not on. Yeah, put, if you can cast it, put it on your like smart TV because it's <laughs> it's it horribly needs to be bad. On big screen. <laughs> it, it's very dark, like oh, lighting okay. wise, very dark. So you okay. need to see it on a bigger screen, or you can't see how, just how bad his <laughs> companions are. Like for those of you out there of a certain age who maybe remember HR Puff and stuff. Yes. And they had like the weird flying, like, I think they were supposed to be based on the flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz, but they were just grotesque flying Mm -hmm. minions, you know, really what his like two headed chicken guy looks like. Like it's, (laughs) it was very HR Puffin stuff, almost a Star Wars spoof. Okay. Yeah. Nice. There was a lot going on there. And Francis Ford Coppola directed it like just... (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if you look him up on IMDb if it's not even listed because it's like, no, just take that off. <laughs> Would that surprise you? No. And I get the two of them working together. I mean, they went to yeah. college together and worked on, I believe they worked on American Graffiti together. Yes, I believe so. So, but yeah, just shockingly bad, but great at the same time. So go check that out. Yeah. In fact, we might just uh, find a link and throw it on a Facebook page. I think we should. Here in a few minutes. Yes. Or in the show notes. Yes, I think we should. Yeah. All right. My next choice is Backlot Tour. You know, it's another thing. I understand they're not, it's not a working studio. 
anymore. They might mm-hmm. be regretting that now that they're moving a lot of people over from right. California. But well, got, well, they have plenty of property. And they do. That's the thing. You know, yeah. that still just keeps killing me. They've got yeah. plenty of property. They don't always have to replace something. Right. You can just expand the property. Yeah. Um, I mean, Backlot Tour maybe makes it difficult to get to um, Galaxy's Edge because of it being the Backlot. Yeah, because it was, it became Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Um, but it was so cool seeing the Golden Girls house. And, and then, and then and the, uh, Herbie the Love Bug, he was there. Yeah, and the, what was it, Catastrophe, Catastrophe Canyon. Canyon. I loved Catastrophe Canyon. It was very, very cool. That was like the coolest thing. So, you know, growing up and you would see like on TV before Disney bought everything. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know, I want to say like the Brady Bunch or whatever went to Universal Studios. Right. You know, and so you would see the backlet tour. So, you know, we didn't have Universal Studios here at the time. Right. And I don't know if they've ever had a tour here because it was never a working studio. It was just a theme park. Right. But, you know, Disney at least had it. And you went through where the costuming, you know, design was done and where people were actually drawing, animating stuff. And it was super cool. It was very cool. And then it was gone. I know. Even the, the, whatever they called it, New York Street. Yeah. Was super cool. The way the dimensional, the. Yeah. It was just paintings and, you know, mostly flat, but it. It really looked like it was a real skyline. It did. It was amazing. Yeah, it was super cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, I really miss that. And I've got one more. Okay. We need a nighttime parade back at Disney. We do. I mean, boo to you. Super, super popular mm-hmm. Christmas parades. Super, super popular. People right. are spending a lot of money for that party at Tony's Town Square just to get a seat just to get where a you can see these row. parades. Yeah, then they're coming right at you. The yep. Main Street Electrical Parade. It's still around somewhere, wherever it is. This is the 50th anniversary coming up. Why would they? Why suppose, would you not have that come back? I, I mean, I guess there's not a way to get it from... Tokyo, I guess, is where it is, or yeah, Hong Kong, wherever it is. Yeah. To hear quickly, but we need a nighttime parade, especially for the 50th anniversary. Yeah. And it was super cool. It, it was. You know, now what we've got left, which I don't hate, is the electrical water pageant. Right. You know. Except when you're staying at Bay I Lake. I didn't like it when we were at Bay Lake, but <laughs> that's a different story. Right. And from a previous episode. But, yeah, we need a nighttime parade back. Mm-hmm. And I, I know the Main Street Electrical Parade is too much to ask for, but something. Something, but right. If you could recreate the, even like, you know, a couple of floats as a cavalcade. Yeah. Like, I, the technology was not that advanced because that thing's like super old. <laughs> so it seems like something you could probably throw together fairly quickly. I would think so. But, Yeah. Yep. And such a cool song. Baroque mm-hmm. Hoedown. Weird name before it, but Yes. But such a cool song mm-hmm. that, you know, you remember forever and ever and ever. Yep. So that's all I've got. 
that's really all I've got. So um, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this week's episode. Very quickly, a couple of little, uh, well, not little, but housekeeping things. Uh, we had a five-star review, and we neglected to give our thanks on last week's episode because uh, we got involved with Lauren and Eric and uh, just lost track of time, lost track of everything <laughs> at that point. <laughs> but uh, Captain, I think it's 9371. That was a very flattering review and we are very thankful for it. Thank so, you very much. Thank you. Very appreciated. Yeah. And uh, anyone else who feels so inclined, uh, we would appreciate reviews on uh, if you listen on Apple or anywhere else that may take reviews, allegedly that helps people find us. So we would appreciate that. Yes. And then the second thing is, because I don't think we've really talked about it. We have partnered with the Disney Crush podcast, Geek It on WDW, and the Brit's Guide to DVC mm-hmm. to do a fundraiser for Give Kids the World Village in Orlando, Kissimmee, right outside of Orlando area. Right. Give Kids the World is basically where Make-A-Wish kids stay if they're coming to Central Florida mm-hmm. for their wish. So it's a great organization. They've got, I believe, 160-some-odd villas over there on property and then uh, some themed play areas for the kids. Mm-hmm. They provide cars rental cars and souvenirs and all kinds of stuff when kids come over down wherever for they're from right for it so uli eiserman has created some very cool tumblers and we're offering those for sale all of the profit part of it goes to give kids the world right a hundred percent of the hundred percent of what we what we sell them for after what it actually costs us right for the tumblers um, goes to give kids the world. So, uh, you can hit us up on Facebook and we'll connect you with Uli if you don't know her already or know about her already. Right. And Karen and Veronica from the Disney crush podcast are going to be going on Thursday, the 22nd. So by the time this hits, uh, they'll either be there or may have already been there, but they're going over to give kids the world tomorrow to see the grand opening of their serendipity pirate area and are going to have the opportunity to talk with the uh, CEO and president of give kids the world village, Pamela Landworth. Mm -hmm. So we are very excited about that opportunity and we'll be sharing that next week. Yes. And, and on Facebook and so forth from the event as well. Right. So that is actually going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for tuning in once again. Please find us on Facebook, our Mickey File podcast group. There's conversation, and that's where we share our pictures and videos when we're in the park. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can also catch us on Instagram. I'm trying and trying more to do it. It's not really all that easy to go to Facebook and Instagram from your phone it's a lot easier on a computer ah okay but because you can share them like both places at once it's not that easy on the phone gotcha but we're at mickey file on instagram Mm -hmm. and obviously the podcast that you are currently listening to but tell your friends about it and uh we're on apple stitcher spotify wherever they listen to podcasts just click follow subscribe whatever 
option it is and you get a notification each week when the podcast release you don't even have to go look for it it'll just show up and with that we are going to say goodbye for this week good night everybody thank you thanks bye